In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must Hello, Dimwit Nation. This is Andrew Fiore, one of your co-hosts of the very popular podcast, the DYM Podcast. I know that sounds redundant, and I screwed up the intro already. But you know what? We're going to roll with it, Shawnee. We're going to roll with it it because it's Thursday afternoon. The weekend is almost here. And that, my friends, is the voice of my co-host, Mr. Sean Donnelly, everybody. We don't edit, Andy. We don't edit. We don't edit on this no. podcast. We do it. Hey, we have a guest on. You say the N-word. Whatever you say, it goes on the podcast. <laughs> we want you to be as transparent as possible. So Absolutely. That, was a, that was a very good intro. Oh, thank you. Uh, and, and, and good to see you. Hello, Dimwit Nation. How are you? Uh, thank you so much for, for taking a listen to our little show here. And uh, it's so great to see my friend Andy. Yeah, and, good to see and, you, buddy. Andy slash Andrew Fury. That's I me. Uh, before we started, I, I I I just got back from a trip. You got a nap, so it's almost like a mini mm-hmm. vacation mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah, and I I went on to visit our friend Dan Saint Germain in the Berkshires, where he is oh. living. Has and he been up there this whole time? He's been there, yeah, pretty much this whole time. Yeah, and um, let's see. It's very very nice. They're basically living like you know nobody's going. Well, also during the nice weather, they're like renting a place. Like it's like in a resort area. But it's like really nice. I uh, grew up going to the ski mountain in Great Barrington up there. Oh, the did, oh, that's right. I think you told me that. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I know the area well. So this is you probably know it. I'm not going to say the name of where they are, just because to be on the safe side. But they're in that area. They're in that uh-huh. area. But yeah, I've never gone skiing in my life, Andrew Fiore, and um, I, 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 my my pop always taught me it was a rich man's game. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just, we just never, we just never went. That's, not, uh, that's pretty fair. It's pretty fair. It's fair. It's fair. I was never I mean, told we that. We were pretty well off in the Fiori household. I was never told that for real. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think that's, the reason we never went is because I think that that's part of it. I think, I think it's kind of expensive to go skiing. So it is, it yeah. is for sure. And it's we expensive. Never, the ski lifts are uh, expensive. It, it's not, uh, <laughs> Maybe you should edit some things in this podcast. <laughs> Why? Because I said rich man sport? No, I was going to say it's not for. Uh... Anyway, let's oh, move Jesus on. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also now for the Irish not need apply because. Irish, I'm yeah, very, that's what I was going to say. Irish. Yeah, exactly. the Irish. That's what you were getting. Not a lot at. of famous Irish skiers. Is you don't hear that often. No, exactly. Exactly, Andy. Uh, but right before we started, you were talking about how. Can we be uh, uh, forthcoming here? Did you, you had a date planned for the evening? Yeah, Dimwit Nation, you'll be uh, either happy or saddened to hear that um, the flash-in-the-pan love affair that I had mentioned from about a month ago is over, and uh, we both parted ways mutually. Uh, it was the world's first. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> he loves them and leaves them. <laughs> Uh, uh, it just <laughs> didn't work out, and we both agreed to. It was like uh, it was Janine Garofalo, and you were like, <laughs> "Yes, I, I can't." What did she say? I, I hate you. What did they, they say? I hate you. No, what did yeah, they say? Yeah, going. <laughs> I hate I think you. Just say hate you. I hate you. And they walk around. Um, but uh, I I started going back online on Hinge and set up a date with a young lady for this evening, and uh, I was dropping off my rent today. And I saw our old pal Brendan Sagalow in the laundromat. Oh, little, little Brendan. Old BS. And uh, we got to talking. And as I was walking up, I had a, uh, another thing I want to bring up on the podcast today, too. I had, a very, I had a doctor's appointment. As I'm walking up to the doc, I get a text from this young lady. She said, uh, hey, sorry to do this day of, but I want to back out of our date tonight. I just don't think we're the right match. And I think this would save us from uh, awkward face-to-face rejection. Wow. And she wrote, like, ack, 
awkward and uh you know like like act like Kathy the the cartoon cat yeah 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 right and, uh i just i just gave her the old thumbs up the uh, andy has liked this uh yeah good act, for you the emoji. Now it's like you would be in your rights i think to say which i hope she took it sarcastic <laughs> yeah right well, she probably didn't she probably she probably took it as like yeah fuck off like yeah, like that exactly. kind of, which, i'm saving which us kind of, of, i'm saving us the conversation yeah, but what I want to know is this: as as a guy who's been dating, I want yeah. to know this. Like, how does she know that? Like, you talked online, right? Right, and we had stepped it up to text messaging as well, and right. had a little and had a little talking, you know. right? And I'm I'm sorry to say this, but it's like, ladies, if you it like you, like I don't know what you want. Like, it's one of those things where it's like you never know what somebody wants. Where it's like. If you're on that, if you're in that part of online dating where you're you're turning down dates and and, and then saying the thing I'm like, hey, I just don't think we'll be a match. Like, you're out of your head. You're out of yeah. your you're out of your tree because <laughs> because the thing about it is is like in person meeting. Like, if you got to the point where you were going to meet anyway, you might as well just go through with it. It's 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 like this weird like it's like this self fulfilling thing. Like, if you just think it's not going to be a match and it's not going to be a match, but you really wouldn't know 100 percent until you meet somebody. And you yeah, know what? If, if, it's, if it's like, let things be awkward, then how about that? Like, totally, I'm willing to embrace the awkwardness. Embrace the awkwardness. Get there. You, you, you meet up for an hour. This is what I should have done with my other date that I went to the patties with. But you meet up for an hour, and then you're like, hey, this is this isn't a thing. But the, the idea, <laughs> the idea of turning around and going, I know this is not going to be. Yeah, before we, we go, a weirdo. It's like, what do you, what do you have a crystal ball? Like, what do you, what do you, what, what are you looking for? Like, that's somebody talking themselves out of doing real life shit. Do you know what Agreed, I mean? Agreed, one hundred percent. You know why yeah. I know that? Because I've done the same move before. <laughs> sure, but you probably still went through with the date, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I've done both. I've but called it off uh, when I wasn't feeling great about all it. All right, so it's like, so I can't really thing, kill. Like, I can't take her to the woodshed on this too badly. But it's like eh, I just, just don't give a shit. And I would hope the other person doesn't give a shit either. So yeah, but, I, I but did you? I have. You, never, when she said it, were you surprised? A little bit surprised because our text messaging back and forths had been kind of fun and flirty. So I right. go, well, oh, something else just got in the way. I don't really give a shit, but thanks for uh, making this conclusion without ever meeting me. You know, like, so. like I feel like you. Like I always, you always want. I always want to be polite in those situations, but I feel like you could write back like. Like it's it's funny for her to go ah awkward. I feel like if you're like yeah, you made it awkward. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, like 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 I feel like you can just write back like you. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, you made it I, awkward. I don't care. Yeah, I didn't make it. But, but people should know. I'm saying it's a social thing. So you don't care about social shit, Andy. Like you like, what you, like you mean I don't. You like like we were in the fucking deli and you didn't care about the guy cutting the line <laughs> and then which I talked about last week and now you don't like like people need to be reminded when you're doing something fucked up. Like like it's like one of those things where it's like. I just don't think it's worth my time to engage in the. No, it's probably it's easier on you. But like the thing is, are you like to me that would bug the shit out of me. I think it's a power dynamic in the scenario, and I think I think it's also a fucked up power dynamic in her head where she's like, well, if I I keep the power in the situation, I can't get rejected if I don't go out with you. Yeah, sure. And she probably has had situations where she's gone out with dudes, and then uh, whatever the act, the, meet, the actual meetup doesn't go well, and she gets uh, turned down. And then this was a way of preemptively defending herself against that. But when you do that, I'm saying hypothetically, not that I'm saying she has to go out with you yeah, and you have to go out yeah. with her. I'm saying situation wise, then you're not experiencing anything. Then you're not doing anything. Yeah, and you're it's just fine, gonna be, but- you know. Here's the other thing. I, when you reveal yourself to me as somebody who's going to be like that and act like that, I go, oh, right, yeah, I, then I don't want to be around you. Because I started looking then back at our text and they're going, oh, yeah, she does kind of suck. I can kind of see this. Oh, because you were being, you were like me, and you were be, you were like course correcting the conversation to try uh-huh. to have fun in the conversation. I've yes. been there a million times. Exactly. Where it's the polite, it's the nice guy thing of being like, like, like I, like I, even, I used to have a problem where I, even saying stuff like that sucks to somebody. So, so if somebody uh-huh. was like, uh, I gotta go, um, 
do something this week and I don't want to. Meaning like I got, I'm going to work Saturday and Sunday. I used to, I'm so crazy in my head. I used to be like, well, I better not say anything like that sucks or like, Oh, that's brutal because then they're going to think negatively towards me for thinking negatively about like, I'm so crazy when it comes to this stuff, but <laughs> now I'm, I know it's nuts. Like it's nuts. So now I'm to the point where <laughs> now I'm to the point where I'll be like, I'll be able to express myself. if I'm thinking, Hey, that sucks. Then that sucks. And that's just a little example, but you know what I mean? But what yeah, happens yeah. In, in regards to her is like, yeah, I, I know exactly what happened with the conversation. You were trying, you were trying to keep it light or keep it fun and on the conversation and then trying to engage. And then you realized, Oh, she really wasn't contributing or wasn't that great in the back and forth. It wasn't that she was not great in the back and forth. It was just like, she was trying too hard. I think, I think, yeah. I, you know what? It's hard being a comedian on these things too. Cause I think girls try and be, uh, too jokey or try too hard to impress with like a bad sense of humor. It's like, just be yourself. And like, I'm not a comedian 24 fucking hours a day. It's not, yeah. I'm not on all the time. I'm not, I'm not Gino Bisconti, you know? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that, uh, you know, speaking of movies, we can we'll tie it right into the DYM. Um, do you think that, do you think women have like an idea of, the whole idea of like a romantic, like, do you think movies affect what they think their relationships are going to be like? Or do you think that's an old fashioned trope? Mm, women, me, I, yeah, I think so. I don't think it's that out of, uh, I think ordinary. there's a new, I think it used to be people kind of like looked past people's peccadillos a little bit more than they do. I think now people go into it like, listen, I'm fucked up. So you're going to have to deal with me. Fucked up. I think it's like, Oh yeah. A lot more of that of, bullshit. A lot yeah. of more of that where it's like, but we're still on. The, we're still in society together. Like, right, we're, we're all we're not <laughs> Asperger's patients. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it goes like what you think is this heavy duty anxiety, or whatever it is, is just normal dating anxiety. Like it's like it's like let's right. just relax and have a good time, and you know, say what you want, and and then have you know, have let's have fun. Let's not sit there and go exactly. Well, well my friends know me, and I'm the one who I I screw up every relationship I'm in. It's like right. then don't. Well, I don't what know. I tell you. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's like, then don't do it. Like, you know what I mean? Then don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't give a shit, really. It's, uh, it's fine. I got, uh, got it out of my system for a little, uh, bit there with the X. And now I think I'm in a good spot mentally. And, uh, see, that's we'll interesting. See what happens. Another thing I think that you do, Andy, you'll be in short relationships and their exes to you. I just say it for shorthandedness of yes, the, yes, but I I totally get it. But I'm just saying like oh, so you don't think it's like? Do you think of you, the the girl you just hung out with? Well, that's a good uh, question. Yeah, what's it the appropriate what, amount of time. What's the appropriate time that it's considered a relationship and that it's an ex? Like if you're da- like there's we are together and then it's we're just so dating. much easier than saying well the girl I was kind of seeing for a little bit. I, you know what I mean? I just I just say yeah. Ex. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's easier to say, but ex implies ex girlfriend, which it implies does. that it got to that point, which I don't think it quite got to that point with you guys because no. let's face it, you're both you were and then you were both done with it before we get there. Yeah, of course, for sure. Yeah, it's interesting to me because I've I I had the opposite where there was two women that I was hanging out with right after I got divorced that I probably I we got. Oh, I don't even call my ex wife my ex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like that lady I used to be married to. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's make it a long explanation. But there's a couple of people that I like kind of dated. I guess that would have been like. It was girlfriends, but it wasn't like, I feel like it has to be past a certain point to be like, that's mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Cause then it's like, well, what do you call it then? This girl I hung out with this girl. It I know. Gets very, I it gets very mumbly. Things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but, explain, uh, yeah. You're, you're streamlining the conversation. Exactly. Just a little streamline. That's what cool breeze does, baby. <laughs> streamline. It's a cool breeze coming right in. Streamline exactly the whole right. conversation. The cool Delta breeze. Uh, <laughs> if I was hanging out the other night though. And uh, I was, we were sitting outside and, uh, I had gotten to this place with my friend first and, uh, I go, Hey man, I, I'm here. I got us a table. And I, it was one of those situations where you have, there was, you know, the outdoor seating in quarantine, New York city, uh, yeah. but you had to walk up to the indoor place to find the host or the hostess to get and a table. then they would give you a table. And this other, this, this couple, uh, kind of, I was eyeballing the table that I was brought to. Like they were about to sit down because they thought it was a first come first serve situation. 
rather oh. than check in and then get seated. Okay. So I got, the, I got the table, and the host gave me he did a really good thing. He's like, "Did you guys want to check in at the front? We'll get you a table." And I was like, "My man." Wait, did they actually do? Did they sit down at the table? They were in the process of like putting their like putting their bikes away. Putting their helmets on their bikes. And they were and obviously going to take that table. Obviously going to take this table. And then homie brings me up and says, here you go, sir. And he, he did me a solid. He saved me the interaction. He was like, can I check you guys in at the front and then I'll find you a table? And I was like, thank you. Oh, that's a, that's a lifesaver. So they actually get a better table because oh. I am now sitting underneath the fucking speaker. It's in my ear. I'm with my friend. Every five seconds, I'm going, what? Huh? Oh no! Yeah, it was brutal. And I see, I look over at this guy, and I'm looking at their table. And I'm going, "You got the fucking better table, <laughs> damn it!" <laughs> and I look at this guy, and I go, "Is that is that fucking Javier Bardem?" Shut up! And it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> <But> the- <laughs> I liked that. That was a celebrity sighting story. And then it was not. It was not being a celebrity sighting. Mean, this guy. Could have been whole Anton Sugar. Holy shit! Did it look like you? I, I guarantee you would have given up the table if it was Anton Sugar. That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Holy shit! Did I not give this fucking table up to the fucking guy who's gonna cap me with a, a cow?" He comes over. Yeah, he, com- he comes over to you at the table. Let's call it. <laughs> I go, call, call it. Table. Head to call it for the table. <laughs> and he's like, so he's like was, well what's what's at stake everything the table's at stake everything's at stake <laughs> what's at stake appetizers <laughs> and, a, and a steak and a steak, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm then so now it's in my head and i'm thinking i'm looking i'm going is that him and then i didn't think it was him and then i got home and i was like where, i literally googled last night i go where does javier bread emily and he barely lives in barcelona with penelope cruz and this guy was like a fucking some Brooklyn hipster with a white chick, you know, with a, on his with bike. A, with a Dutch boy haircut. Yeah, exactly. trying, to, trying, to get, trying to get Javier Bardem pussy on the fucking weekend. <laughs> I know. So then uh, it made me feel fine for taking his table anyway. Also, but it was my table. What, how old was this guy? Because Javier Bardem is probably close to 50. Yeah, he was a little ambiguous. That's what was my main thing. He didn't have any sort of real grays, but he was bearded, and he really, really looked like him. I really, really thought it was him for a second. But, Wait, so uh, Javier Bardem is married to Penelope Cruz or dating? Yeah, married. They have children. I didn't know that. I didn't either. And then I, I did uh, Google, and that uh, revealed his whole life. Can we be honest? If he wasn't, like, if he wasn't uh, such an amazing actor in that world, is he good-looking? Uh, He's kind of a rough-looking dude, right? Yeah, but... When he's cleaned up and on the red carpet, you can go, oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I, yeah, I can kind of picture that in my head now, so I guess that's it. Because Penelope Cruz is probably one of the most beautiful women in the world. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's, a, he's a handsome piece of tapas there, Shawnee boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're a couple of Irish potatoes. He's, he's, he's a fucking we're, we're bacon couple, wrapped date. We're a couple of boiled potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because he... He's great. He's great, and she's great. So I mean, no country for old men is just the best. It's one. It's in my top five, and yeah. she is. Um, she's so good in Vanilla Sky. I feel like <laughs> she's like crush worthy in Vanilla Sky. Like I the, love, the character and her, and like you know. And I love the way she says "hypocrite" and "blow." She goes, "You fucking hypocrite!" <laughs> it's so funny to me. <laughs> you hypocrite. <laughs> he goes, "Don't do that shit. You're pregnant." <laughs> now that's He's a doing question. bumps at like eight months. We can do that as a quick conversation. Is Blow a good movie? It's okay. It's not. Much. It's. I'll tell you, man. A lot. What happens is this, and you can call it being influenced. You can call it whatever you want. It's Ted Demi that did it, who actually died of a, a, of cocaine overdose while really? he was playing. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He died of a heart attack while he was playing basketball, but I think he had cocaine in his system. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, you bad idea. Bad idea to do a, do a line of coke and then go play basketball. And you're a, you know, <laughs> Who's ready body, for some cardio? And you're like, yeah, you're the body type of Sean Donnelly, and you're going <laughs> going to wow. doing those things. Uh, I almost I played a regular game of basketball and I almost died. So it's like oh, you put coke boy. in there, I would die. I would have a heart attack right now if I played a real game of basketball and did a line of coke beforehand. Yeah, you're not I would supposed have a heart to do attack. those things. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, anyway. The way that I think of movies like that and some other ones, I'll call, I'll, I'll, I'm going to start a new phrase. Scorsese light. Scorsese light. That's what it yes. is. That's what that is. American hustle. Scorsese. Uh, 
Scorsese, no, no, Scorsese, I'm going to give it too much credit. Scorsese uh, light is it's not Scorsese as quality. light. Light, light. I thought you said like. No, Scorsese uh-huh. light. Like you, you don't have this, the, the, this, the same like know how to make a movie like that, but you're so influenced by Martin Scorsese, yep. you're trying to do it. Yep. And Blow is a perfect example. You know what's crazy is a girl that I used to date, her dad went to jail and was in jail with the guy from Blow, the guy George, whatever. George Young. They were, young, they were young, yeah. George Young, yeah. They were in jail together. Wow, that is crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, it's uh, not that cr- It's okay. It's watchable. Um, it's kind of fun. I like drug caper movies like that. It is always intriguing to me. But And I like the the reality aspect of it, you know, true stories and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of Johnny it's, Depp's accent. kind of hard to swallow. Um, it's kind of like, you know what it would be? I, you know what actually, I'll tell you, if it was, uh, it's another thing. If it was now, if it was made now, it'd be a TV show. It'd be on a streaming show. Yeah, yeah. And they would stretch it out. A hundred percent. That's what would happen. And there's a lot of movies like that. Cause it used to be the, 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 the reputable thing to do is make a movie out of something. And that's how that was a big deal. And now it's more TV. TV is, I think mm-hmm. as far as like, uh, what would you call it? As far as like, um, uh, cause a lot of movies aren't being made now. And as far as like the, 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 the panache of, or the, like the more respectable thing now is like making a really good series. I feel like, like, like yeah. independent, independent movies were like, you know, completely uh, like such the, that was like the, um, that was a big deal for a while. Like when Merrimax was in its heydays, like that was the, and the and independents were becoming, but now when you have independent streaming, does it affect the impact of the movie? Like when a movie being in a movie theater to me, like if I was a filmmaker, not to me, it just, I think it's very personal. I think it's you, case you, by case. You, you think just a movie being on Netflix and that's it. You're fine with that. Yeah. See, I have, I know you, I know about you the movie theater where I, <laughs> I know. yeah, I would want, if I was a filmmaker, I would really want, even if it was a small run of the movies, movie theaters, that's what I would want. That, that would, that, to yeah. me, that would be like, oh my God, my movie's in movie theaters. I would, that would be enough of an accomplishment I would want that me. too, but I don't think yeah. it takes away from the film. It, it doesn't artistically. I'm just saying that as far as like, the business side of things goes and like the... Um, uh, the you know the buzz behind it the oh, sure, uh, you know sure. I think that things can be affected because uh, you want to open movies, big baby you want to open big across yeah, a being, lot of screens yeah yeah exactly you're being spoken about in that language it opens this Friday it's uh in you know across you know, the, yeah. the, you know the limited opening number one for the weekend yeah like you want it to be and that then, is fun yeah I it really the, the thing I really wanted to do was make movies and then I you know yeah. I didn't do that but you know like, now I'm in this fucking shithole business. <laughs> stand-up comedy no I'm kidding now we're on zoom <laughs> zoom comedy uh did well, you also- speak- yes oh, so go, go ahead, ahead. I'm, no, I'm sorry go ahead i was just gonna bring up by uh either to, to finish the the 24-hour cycle that was javier bardem uh brendan sagalo uh it wasn't it wasn't javier Bardem. There was not it was non it was yeah, javier, <laughs> javier ah, damn it i couldn't come up with a javier bardem pun <laughs> 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 so, um, uh, so I, I was on my way to see Brendan uh, or I met Brendan Segal at the laundromat uh, he was there doing laundry I was dropping off my rent check and uh, I was on my way to my first big boy doctor appointment since I b- entered my 40s you know they always say oh. it's time to get the big oil check you want to uh, get that stuff done and get some blood work everything taken care of and not only that even though I am in my 40s now I just haven't had a checkup or like a regular doctor's visit yeah years you know oh jesus it's been a long time so i'm sitting there and it's a it's crazy it's right in astoria dr k is my uh crazy greek doctor everything is haywire there's this little old lady in front of me they're doing an outside check-in and taking your temperature before you can go in right and this lady it's 11 15 ish this morning 11 you know a little after you're supposed to get there 15 minutes early i was there 15 minutes early for my 11 30 she shows up. She's this little old lady. She's fucking going, I have my appointment. And the night, very nice nurse checking people in. She goes, ma'am, your appointment is at 11 a.m. You're over 20 minutes late now. 
And she goes, why would you like to get in to see the doctor? She goes, ma'am, I understand that, but you're late. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm, like, ah, I'm behind this lady. There's no way mine's going to happen on time. So I got, I'm as, I'm, you know, as polite as, can, as pie. I go, hey, my name's Andrew Fior. I got 1130 with Dr. K. She goes, oh, beautiful. Checks me in. I had a 97.8 temperature check. I'm good to go. Not bad. I get in there. They go, I check in and everything. I wait outside in there. Like we're waiting. It was a very nice morning out. I was just on my phone. And they call me relatively quickly. And I go, oh, beautiful. Maybe they kicked this old bag to the curb and said, be here on time. Or, uh, give me that bridge, you old bag. Give me that ride, you old bag. Give me that ride, you old bag. And so I go, beautiful. So they get me set up in my examining room and uh, they do all the vitals uh, from the nurse. Very lovely, uh, my friend Anastasia, which is a trait I have uh, absolutely inherited from my dad. Is I'll get your name. If you're a nurse, if you're a diner waitress, I'll be your best friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm asking about your day. I'm asking your first name. Where She's are you super from? Greek, huh? Yeah, super Greek. Everything's Greek in this neighborhood. And so she goes, all right, well, there is one patient ahead of you, but your doctor should be in shortly. I go, I knew it. So at this, it's about 1145 now. Dr. K comes in at 1245. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Because this fucking... Old lady. I go, what did you, she have surgery in there on the spot? What the hell's going on? Did she remove a goiter? What the hell? And you're like, you're like, I'm her age now from waiting. <laughs> I'm coming up with lines and snappy comebacks to say to this guy he comes in because my main issue is uh, blood pressure runs a little high in my family. So that was one of the things I wanted to ask him. Yes, about. So your blood pressure is getting high while you're it's waiting. Higher, for the going, hey man, he, your blood pressure is off the charts. I go, yeah, that's what happens when you've been waiting for your doctor for an hour and a half. Did you say that or no? I, in my head, I said, I go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say it. Cause it's also, uh, the first time I met with this guy and I, I got him referred to me from a friend. I wanted him to kind of be a GP, my, my go-to doctor. You know, people say you should have that. In General our practitioner. General practitioner. And he's a super nice guy. He's young. He's kind of he curses around me. He's like, yeah, you know, fuck it, we'll just do this. And he turned out to be a great guy. But and he, you know, checked. If the the cool breeze is okay. Blood pressure a little high, but all I have to do is maybe change the diet up a little bit, get some exercise. He said that'll correct itself. He's like, you know, you're doing the right thing at your age. But either way, I was gotten there at eleven fifteen. I'm out of there now at like one fifteen because oh. after Doctor K came out, they, Anastasia came back in, drew my blood. Now, are you okay with getting blood drawn? Do you have any sort of... Uh... Well, I am now because I ended up getting... My family is like, you have tattoos. Like, I have tattoos. So yeah. I used to be terrified of it when I was a kid. And then I just... I always I always equate... I didn't equate the tattoos with, it's like, funny. the same thing as getting blood different. drawn. It's a little bit different. So now I don't enjoy it, but I don't mind it now. Yeah, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. I was telling somebody about this, and they were like, ooh, because I, you know, I had the little cotton ball with the Band-Aid over it where they went in, and they, I showed it to them on Zoom. They went, oh, grah, I can't even. I go, really? I was watching her the whole time. It doesn't bother me at all. Oh, I yeah, kind of yeah. enjoy the needle pain of tattoos. I think that's oh, why bro. guys like you and me get tattoos over and over again because you kind of, in a weird way, I go, enjoy that. You know what I mean? Oh, look at this. A little BDSM for Andy. Go ahead. So, uh, <laughs> by hopefully, yeah, by next week, all the blood work will come back clean. Let's knock on wood, DMY. Uh, yeah. Because that's always still a little bit scary, even though you go, yeah, I feel fine, but it's still the inner stuff, the stuff in the blood. Yeah, that's when they find out. Yeah. So they did the I, had whole it. I, I went like a year ago, or a year and a half ago, and I was like, I'm convinced I have diabetes. <laughs> right, and, right, right. And the guy was like, well, let's see when the last time we did blood work. And it was three years prior yeah, to that. Yeah, mine's been like a decade. Yeah, so the guy was like, how is it possible we haven't done blood? And he's like, he got <laughs> shook, and I was like, oh, I'm fucked. And then he was like, I don't know. He called me. After I got it, he goes, I don't know how this is possible, but you're fine. <laughs> he goes, we had a pool going in the office. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost a lot of money. <laughs> it's this guy. Uh, he's, he's, a dermat he's, not a dermat he's a dermatologist, but also a general, a GP. Yeah. And I am like a slug when I walk in there. Like all the women in there are either like these older uh, women, uh, probably, uh, you know, uh, upper east, upper east, upper west side women that come in for like their, their Botox and stuff like that. And then it's me like, ah, hey, doc. <laughs> <laughs> they hit one of those big buttons and all sirens started going off. It's just these gorgeous people. And he's like, a good looking guy. And like, I, I haven't gotten to him in a while, actually. Who knows? Maybe I have diabetes now. I have to figure it no, out. No, no, you're fine. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's still a little nerve wracking. He goes, all right, you're looking good. He goes, you know, do, do, do those things. We'll come back and form us. He goes, I, I think you can do it. You, you know, 
it's good something to keep an eye on but do those things and you in the moment you go i'm gonna make those changes baby yeah and then you got a meatball hero on the way home <laughs> and yeah, i got a meatball hero and a beer <laughs> <laughs> well what did he say like not no more drinking or not as much drinking well here's the funny thing the examples he gave he goes you know because i tell him i go yeah i like to go out and you know drink i go maybe one a week once a week or twice a week i go but when i do go out you know i have a bunch of drinks i go i just definitely hey, you're honest anything. you're honest yeah yeah if you're honest in there and he goes all right so what you want to do if you go out and have five beers have two and boy did i have to compose myself to not laugh right out loud in dr k's face in his fucking greek mug i go five Andy, what Andy am i a freshman two. in high school and has two before he gets to the bar <laughs> I go, I don't know. Remember the last time I only had five. I mean, when the cold freeze goes out, he goes out, baby. You know? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's like that. Yeah. So we're definitely going to try and do that. But the other example he gave, he goes, you know, you have five beers, have two. You have two slices of pizza, have one. I went, buddy, you and me are not on the same wavelength. Five beers and two slices of pizza? You a health nut? What's going on here? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but that's what they do. And then I think they even have like a thing right. in their head. Like they know people over eat more than that, do that. But they just, they're trying to put the bug in your head to like not to cut back. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, funny. It's really funny, funny when you get that, you know, the NYU has this app and they, they send you the whole rundown of all the things you're getting tests for. And it's like a list of 14 different things. You're going, Jesus Christ. I just uh, yeah, it's a crazy amount of stuff. It's all like lip tides and this. And yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, fatty yeah. acids and fatty, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, go, well, I definitely have those. Uh, I don't fish know. oil, fish oil, and, and yeah, I, go, I don't know what acids I got, but they're definitely fatties. I tell you that much for free. <laughs> uh, let me movie related. Let me ask this: Have you? I, I I saw it once so far. Did you see that? You know they're dropping a Borat movie on Amazon. Oh, like two I weeks. just watched the trailer a couple hours ago, and man, what did you, I'm, what I'm did in. What you think? Yeah, I, I love Borat. I think it's one of the funniest movies ever made, and I, it got so kind of cliche to do the Borat voice and everything. But yeah. that still, to me, doesn't take away how funny and original that stuff is. And like, I am so excited for the. I, I can't even say the sequel's title it was like. Oh, it's like in a minute both and a half movies long. have like the because the other one's like for uh, learning of America. Like it's like <laughs> right, he does right. that for each one. But we'll call the, it Borat uh, Two for the sake of time. Borat Two is what they're calling it. They, even on the art, all the articles are just like Borat Two. They're not like yeah, trying yeah. to do the title. But no, I love that stuff. I, it's so funny. This trailer, it didn't look the, as good as the first one, but I'm like, did you think it people know amazing? it now? It's got to be impossible, you know. And people know Borat so famously. They even well, kind of went over that. In the see trailer. how he? Yeah, you see how he did it. Because yeah, because he's like they're like Borat, come back, and then uh, just like that other show that he did, they put him in different outfits. Right, right, right. But then Borat has it where it's like Borat dressing up in those outfits. Yeah, and he's got a uh, he's got a his, his daughter. He's introducing kind of uh, a new character. He's trying into, to find a husband for his daughter, and he tries to. Yeah, and the trailer, the trailers are pretty good, but I think it's, I think it'll be good. I think one of the reasons it might they couldn't maybe they couldn't show a lot of stuff that's in it. Oh, it's yeah. a trailer, you know exactly. that kind of thing. But yeah, he's well, he's so goddamn funny. He's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, which leads us into the thing I watched this week. Uh, Netflix movie, uh, The Devil All the Time. Did you see it? No. Is it good? Oh, it's great. I loved it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Who's Oh, buddy, it is dark and violent, and it's a good time. But if you're not in the right headspace, watch out, because it is a sad one. Jeez. What did... Uh... Yeah. Um, Tom Holland, the kid from uh, Spider-Man, right? Yeah. He was the last Spider-Man and the Avengers. Yeah, he's great. He's the, yeah, he's, he's the, uh, I think he's the best Spider-Man that's been yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, because he actually the, looks and acts like a kid. Right. Who's who's the Skarsgård fella? Uh, what's his Peter, first name? Oh, Peter Skarsgård. Peter Skarsgård. He played he's it. Great. Pennywise. He's in it. Uh, it's he didn't play of, Pennywise. Oh no, you're thinking did. of uh, no, you're thinking of uh, that's the other Stars Guard, like Bill Stars Guard or something like that. Well, then maybe it's him. It's whoever played. Uh, yeah, okay, that's a different guy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's a law. It's an epic. You know, it's a, it's a bit long, but it starts in like 1940s, 50s uh, Southern times, and it goes over the course of like a few generations of family. 
Uh, you see like the child, then you see the child grow up and buddy, whoo, hold heavy? on to your hat. It is a heavy one. Like Todd Stalin's heavy, like, like, uh, in a much different, a different way, way where it's yeah. just like brutal violence, not brutal violence, but like there are, it is violent and there are scenes of just like, you know, death and tragedy and, Ugh, uh, Jesus. uh, religion. It's it moves okay. Uh, Robert Pattinson uh, comes in about have you know like uh, as a preacher and it is really good, man. I really enjoyed it. You mean the new Batman? The new Batman, <laughs> yeah. Zero. I'll tell you this much. I well, one thing I did watch was um, I forget the name of it, but it's it's about that woman. The name of it because it's a documentary, and it was oh. like and it was a Netflix show, and it's called like the. Um, Crime something, the American family or whatever it is. And it was about that Chris Watts guy that murdered his wife and his kids. And then the guy that has been the video of him, the cops, um, uh, body cam footage of him, of them, basically there's footage of him like coming back to the house after the wife goes quote unquote missing. And mm-hmm. they have, and he's all nervous in the footage. And they're like, I think it was used for evidence. And it like was on YouTube when the whole thing was going on. Like it was one of these cases that everybody knew Dude, the amount of footage. One thing you did, I I heard about that story, and the guy finally. Yeah, yeah, it sounds. The, guy, the guy confesses, but then you know whatever it is, like it's a pretty straightforward story. But two things. One is one thing you didn't realize is his wife would film herself on Facebook Live about every. They had all this footage Jeez, of his of his hey. wife on Facebook Live explaining about the kids and and the, and the husband in the background and all this shit. And then I guess they must have had her phone with her text messages and she was relentlessly text messaging her friends about the relationship. So they have I think they they have what she was writing to the friends unless it was bullshit, but I think it was for real. And the point of the documentary was not look at this monster. The end was when they have him describe exactly how it went down, which is right. pretty pretty brutal and I I you can't unhear it. But like he tells what ha- when he when he you know when he allocutes he tells what happened when he murdered uh-huh. all the all the people. But besides that, looking at his wife uh, and family now, they were they were allocute. Huh? Uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> all right, man, it was really nice being friends with you. <laughs> but the other thing is, um, the other part of it is the point of the documentary to me wasn't that. Hey, this guy's a monster, and look what he did. They were trying to imply that this woman, she was like emasculating and bossing this guy around until, like, I, like unless I'm totally wrong. All right, I'll give the, the whole, I'll give the, the, watch. the whole, the whole controversy, the whole thing was like, because there's people online that like she drove him to it, which is ridiculous, ridiculous. But right. like, but the idea, but if you see her on the videos, you're like, well, why didn't you ever? Why would you? Like, it doesn't even seem like she likes being with them, but she's. Like to holding on to the family. You know, you have those people but on these still, documentaries. Murder still, murder still, still pretty murder extreme still reaction. It's, it's Whatever a, happened to the old, uh, the old backhand fella? You know, oh. you got to get your point across. Jeez. No editing. Wait, that's we the really, we really should start editing this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, that's number two. That's number two. <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, we know. Yeah, no, but you're right. It's still awful. It's still awful. But what the point being is that they were trying to show you they were trying to show you the dynamic between the relationship and the relationship was she was the boss and she was a mask. Like there's moments where she's like, get some fucking balls and protect your family. Like it was like that kind of shit where it's like, yeah. Oh, so this guy, he snapped and that's why it happened. Gotcha. And there was right. also, well, there's other things that fed into, I'm not giving away everything, but it's worth it's worth checking out. Okay. I was and watching. The end is so sad. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. I enjoy that stuff. I was watching The Vow on HBO about the oh, cult. And yeah, boy, wow. I just gave up on these stupid Canadian doofs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently Canadian actresses are the most easily coerced people on earth. <laughs> that's the whole cult. It's just these fucking idiots who think that they're in some sort of executive Wait, program. I go, oh, I don't feel bad for it. Even the people that are trying to take down the cult that got out of it, I still don't feel bad for you at all. I still No, I don't either because the one guy, the guy Mark that's in it, if you're watching Yo. it, the main guy is such a schmuck. Like you watch him and you're they're like, all dipshits. And he goes, and then it's so emotional for them to get out of it. But I'm like, how did you not like the, 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 the audio footage they have, of his discussions with the, the main cult guy are like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you want to puke. You want to, yeah, you want to puke. He's like, I'm just in awe of you. I can't even yeah, believe they, that you're, dude, yeah. 
did you, they all talk in that like faux intellectual cliche kind of tone? Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's, it's like they're in a business meeting at all times. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I would just like to circle back to the point that you made of maybe your inner being and we'll, ha- we'll pick the low hanging fruit there. It just fucking made me sick and I hated every single person. In I will say this though. And I saw one of them on Dr. Oz, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, before I saw the neck of the vow, the, 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 the documentary. And she's the, she's the other one that got out with him and she teamed up. She was, they were, yeah. Yeah. Whatever her name is, that cat, whatever Sarah. Her name is. She's smoking hot. She's so hot. Yeah, but she's I, fucking got a brand on her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> she the guy, the guy and the girl's initials. Yeah, it, 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 a lot of the moments in it, you're like, you're you're racking your brain and why these people would do half the shit they do in this. Dopes. Like, you're all they have the up, yeah, they do like 18, 20 hour days where you're up to it. It's like, what are you, stupid? And, like, and then we'll play midnight volleyball. It's like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck is... Yeah, what was that about? Uh, yeah, they would have after they would do all this cult stuff. Right all there, day, I would have been like, uh, I'm, out. I'm out, I'm out, I'm done. <laughs> Easy, Keith. Yeah, Keith's also fucking stupid volleyball <laughs> knee pads. Also, what kind of what kind of cult leader name is that? Keith. Keith is a guidance counselor. It's not a fucking. Keith. <laughs> Okay, worship hey, a guy named Keith. Yeah. Oh, uh, this man. This is a very wise man. Really? What's his name? Keith. Yeah. No, I'm all right. What is he? A, what is he? What is he? What is he? A, a waiter at the diner? What do you? What do you mean, Keith? Keith. What? Are you, <laughs> what a brutal Keith. name. Sorry, Keith, but you know it's true if you're if you're named Keith. Your name Keith. Yeah. No, Keith's a perfectly fine name, but not for a call leader. Not for. Yeah. <laughs> Not for a call leader. Not for a call leader. I'm going to tell stupid Keith Robinson to his face. What's a? How about this? What's a good cult leader name? Ooh, I, I, Charles. Well, that's Charles Manson. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say Damien, but I thought of that because of the uh, of, the Omen, uh, the Omen. But um, or like it had to be something like that sounds like a, a rat. Uh, like like uh, I was going to say Rensselaer, but that's just the town by where I was that, in the Berkshires. That was the yeah RPI is where we went to college, <laughs> which I it was where my dad went to college. Oh, too. so did my friend's dad. Oh wait, oh that's right. Did he go to? Re- yeah, RPI. Yeah, he, I mean the guy was like really smart oh. into you know. You know what's crazy? You're right. The whole thing took place in Albany, and I was just yeah, in Al- all that area. I, I was just I took the train back from Albany because it's near. It's an hour from where. <laughs> and the did thing they about come, this, did they come up to you? They were there. I, I, I converted and they were like, the cult's done. I'm like, I still want to join. I still want to get in there. Or they just I'm didn't like, want you like, like I go, let me go. On carpet Keith. cleaners. They go, what? Yeah. Him, you brainwash. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I'm going to go visit Keith in jail. I'm like, <laughs> who are you here to see? I'm here to see Keith, the cult Apparently, leader. Apparently there's still a bunch of his fucking hippy dippy followers that go and dance outside this jail cell. Up in wherever. In, I'm uh, sure. In, All in the Utica, cult leaders. Or wherever he's in, whatever upstate town he's in in New York. Yeah. Also, if you go to, that's why these people join this. You ever go to Albany? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like, hey, we got to do something. Like, let's just I join mean, this cult. I would, didn't feel badly for any of them who gone by. Go, you did this to yourself, you dopes. And you paid money like to get They paid the them a lot of money. Ugh. There's a girl I like. This is a cult. That's <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler. What's her name? Sheila. Uh, no, that's 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 Adam, that's Sandler. Well, one of the CDs. He's they're play, <laughs> when they're playing basketball, and he goes, "Hey, man, I need you to join this cult with me." He's like, "I'm not doing it. Why? Why would I join a cult? Why are you in the cult?" And he goes, "There's a girl I like in the cult. Why do I continue?" <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Do you think you would ever be susceptible for joining a cult? It Probably didn't not. Make me think that. I think. Yeah. I think I could. You know. Would you? You think you would just catch sneak me at up a low point? You? you would just you not me? join. You would never join a Canadian. <laughs> no, I, I apparently I can't join next to him because I wasn't on season five of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> but uh, I think if you told me something, if you caught me in the right frame of mind and explained something to me, I do think I'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." But then I would get lazy and I wouldn't like. You wouldn't want to go to the meetings. I wouldn't want to go to the meetings. I wouldn't. That was that's the thing to me. I go, wait, all you people initially thought that like 
these exercises and like uh, group building exercises sounded fun and you'd get something out of that, like I'd be out in me. I hate all that. <laughs> You're like working well, also, together to build our better selves. Fuck off. For anybody who's running a cult now, it's got to suck because of COVID. Like you can't run a cult yeah. over Zoom. Like that would be so weird. <laughs> well, I don't think like, they're uh, probably taking the social distancing rules prob- that seriously. Hey, man, you never know. You still have to like, yeah, maybe they're not. They're probably not. I, is that still a thing? Is, is, the, is that COVID, whatever that yeah. guy? No, the guy that yeah, COVID's the thing. <laughs> the guy, the cult they ran. Yeah. The practice of you know the life. Um, yeah, he's still thing. running it from the inside. I think. Is he's he got people uh, that think it's you know a real thing? And that, here's the thing about this. That's how you know it's it, a cult. The guy went to jail. He's in jail right, now. I for think. like racketeering, sex uh, trafficking, and all this other bullshit. And there's people still in denial because they go, "Well, it's helped me." I go, yeah, what the Catholic churches help people. They still rape kids. You know what I mean? Right. So I get it. I do understand why people continue. My mom still goes to church. She knows the atrocities that, you know, so it's like that I get. But if you can't see through that stuff, then I don't feel, I don't pity you at all. The one thing is, though, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, part of the thing can just be shitty and then it goes off the rails. Because I mean, part of the thing could be worthwhile and then it goes off the rails. Because that one dude, I think, unless it was all bullshit, they did cure that guy who stuttered. Yeah. So there's probably it's like, but here's the thing: it's like it's probably <laughs> it's all stuff that can be done yourself, but you didn't exactly. have the you know you know you know. It, it, so I get that part of it, but once you get to the part where you're branding people, that's when you kind of maybe you, you pull back a little bit and you go, yeah. "I'm just going to go to the, the non-branding meetings. I'm going to go to the ones." They branded Nippy's wife. I went. Oh, <laughs> we got to fucking call this guy Nippy the whole time. <laughs> Between Nippy and Keith is the worst named cult I've ever talked about in my life. Nippy's wife, I think, is so attractive. Yeah, I think that's she's right so up your alley. Would you still she, bang her with the with the brand? Yeah, why not? Of course, I'd be like, I'd, let me get a look at that thing. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, call me Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, no, it sucks, and I don't want to be oh, insensitive. They're, they're trauma. <laughs> Nippy, that's an awful nickname. You know, it's it's very, you're right. It's very Canadian. That guy Mark they're is all, very Canadian. Oh no, he's South African, but I think. But still, did you did you get to the point where they called his mom? Uh, they played a message from his mom. She goes, "Yeah, oh, she's- thank God you're finally done with that stupid bullshit. You wasted twelve <laughs> years of your life, you dope." And I go, "Thank finally. Where were you twelve years ago? Why didn't she run a cult? She's fantastic. You know." Uh, yeah. But Canada. anyway, anyway, you're absolutely right, and I think we're gonna. I I, I like to think of the DYM nation as a cult. Absolutely, uh, the good kind. I, I think that there, there's no branding unless you want. To. If you'd like to brand, <laughs> should we make up a brand for DYM podcast? <laughs> so yeah, well, somebody get a brand. Somebody get a logo Some, out there. What are you get with? A, make a make make a cult like logo for Cool Breeze, the cult of Cool Breeze, <laughs> and the uh, the dorm of Dutch. Can you get like DYM in the uh, a logo that we are, we'll put out there as an optional brand if you'd like if you'd like to a, use it? Yeah. This if you want saying, to, if only if you want to. Hey, only if you want a, a, a one true bond with the podcast. Yeah, will you do? <laughs> we're cauterizing it on these girls' fucking pussies. Oh my god. No, it's anyway. brutal, and it's also upsetting because here's the thing, man. I don't a hundred percent. They're brainwashed. That's what it is. So, right to us, it seems like this crazy. Uh, are thing. they? <laughs> I you don't, don't think, think that 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 actress from L.A. You don't think her daughter was completely brainwashed? Like whatever her I name didn't is. Finish it because I couldn't keep up with the fucking. All right, so you gotta watch idiots. it. I failed. They, they, they take advantage of, of people. I, I, they're definitely taking advantage of, of, of feeble-minded idiots. I, I don't necessarily think it's brainwashing, though. I don't think she necessarily needs to be deprogrammed. You yeah, know, but like, what, what cult doesn't do that? You know, like, what cult? Uh, dude, uh, yeah, I, uh, you're probably right, but to an extent. But, I, but, I, but I just, you're right, because there's so much access and footage to these people that you're like, wait a minute. You guys are just dopes. You're, you're all a bunch dopes. of dopes. You're, they're all, like, <laughs> driving Lexuses and Mercedes. They're all, like, in Malibu in, like, nice apartments. Two of them are the Seagrens gin heiresses. Another well, they were, one's the, they were another one literally it. the daughter of a princess. So I'm like, you, yeah. you're just all fucking spoiled rich kids and who are looking dude, for something. I think somehow that dude, Mark, had a bunch of money, too. I think they all, like, kind of Yeah, he made well. the, uh, he made, like, a very super popular documentary. 
that, which I never uh, heard of, but that's right. I never heard of it either. I was like, how popular could it be? It's all like yeah. a documentary. He's like, after YouTube. I did uh, the documentary, I uh, joined this cult. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Well, let's wrap things up, my friend. What, where can they see you, Andy? Come on. Uh, they can see me. Tell them, besides, besides, besides of the DYN branding ceremony that we're gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> besides uh, hanging out in my doctor's waiting office for uh, three and a half hours, <laughs> you can see me. I'm in New York City for the next couple weekends, just doing stand up around here, and then me and Shawnee are co-headlining. Shamong, uh, New Jersey. Shemong. I feel like a dope saying that every time. But. I feel like we should do a poster and put Michael Jackson in the poster. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Yes, let's do that. Let's get on that. Right That's October 17th. That's a Saturday. It's going to be a sweet fall day. We'll go apple picking. We'll tell some jokes and have a great time. I'm excited to spend. We're good travel partners, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me ask you this, and you can be completely honest, I will not get offended. When we, we did the, the other shows for the same booker, did you get annoyed by me that, that whole couple days? No, not at all. Uh, there you go. And you can honestly tell me right now, if you can tell me. I it'll, might, it'll be, I might have a, uh, I'm, we might not be able to travel together, though. I have, I, I'll, I have some odd travel plan. I, have to, I might be house-sitting for my mom while she's away that week. Oh, then I but can't my, go. If you want to take the train to Jersey, we can drive from there. Maybe you want gonna, to hang out. We'll have a kegger at my mom's house while she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do that because I can't get there any other way. <laughs> yeah, I got to feed the cat and take care of her house, and it's that same. Oh, that's fine. Week. Wait, I'll just. What if it's I just a super train? quick train ride? Yeah, come out. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. And maybe, here's the other thing: we might be able to make it a fun night. There's a uh, there's like a, a the great dojo of comedy room in Mars Plains, New Jersey. Maybe we can pop by those guys and do a. Uh, Maybe we can talk to them and make it like a like a two nighter kind of thing. That would be great. Hey, we'll take this offline. Yeah, all right, we'll see it offline. You can Andy. Andy is at Andy Fiori on Twitter. A N D Y F I O R I, and you can and please check out his radio show on Sirius Satellite Radio. It's called The Raw Report. It's every Thursday at four p.m. on Raw Dog ninety nine. Yes, and Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. He has a his own radio show on Sirius XM on Wednesdays at four p.m. It's a solid hour block on Wednesdays and Thursdays. He's got Celebrate. I saw this week he had our friend Michael Somerville on talking about Letterman. Great episode. I listened Good to Yeah, great episode. Really Did you listen fun. to it? Oh, thanks, buddy. And uh, you can always find either of our shows on demand. And always check Serious Next Time. They're always doing promotions and stuff like that. So if you don't have it, download it. And yeah. I guarantee you'll get hooked and you'll love it because for everything else other than comedy, the music, the sports, I, I can't live without it now. But also, I did want to say this, Shawnee. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. We might be saying the same thing here. Next week, we have the announcement. I think it's here, finally. Yep, yep. Uh, yes, I believe it's next week. So yep. that's, that's how you end a radio broadcast, Sean, with yes. a nice teaser like that. Absolutely. And I also have another date coming up at the end of the month, but I, I'd like to end on Andy's. Next week is the big announcement. It's, the big, like the, it's the big race. It's the big apple pie. It's big salad. This is a big salad of announcements. <laughs> it's the big salad. <laughs> but guys, thank you thank so you, much uh, for listening and uh, to the podcast. Podcast. We can't thank you enough. We have more and more stuff planned. Like we said, we have the big salad announcement. Finally here. And you can check out uh, at the DYM podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, and you can follow them and you can interact with us and get, let us know what you want us to do on the show. Let us know what you like, what you don't like about the new format. If you're digging, it, I think people are digging it. We're getting more interaction. So it's working out pretty well. Yeah. So, uh, so guys, contact us we will write you back uh and 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 stay tuned for for big big things thank you so much andy and we'll see you next week stay safe everybody 